The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Charles, have you heard about the massive conflict underway in the Middle East in which Australia is intimately involved? Uh, Do you really think a light-hearted podcast about the sort of news should weigh in? Oh, God, I'm not talking about Israel and Palestine. Are you you kidding? It's way too soon for us to talk about that, which you've comprehensively proven on social media in the past couple of of hours. No, no. We're going to leave that for the time being until the dust settles sometime in 2074? Yes. Something like that? Yes. No, no, I'm talking about the 2034. Actually, it'll probably still be going in 2034. The 2034 FIFA World Cup bid oh, being yeah. made by Saudi Arabia. Ooh. Should Australia bid to try and take it from the Saudis? Is there, is there any <laughs> point Australia trying to get it just because we did an amazing job with the Women's World Cup just a short while ago? Um, let's find out after this. We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. So, Charles, your immediate reaction on me telling you three points. The first is the Saudis want it. Yeah. The second thing is that the Asian Football Confederation, of which we are also part, right, supposedly, has immediately and very enthusiastically endorsed the Saudi bid. Why? And the third point Mm. is that Australia has been invited to bid if we want to as well Mm. by the end of this month. So we've got to the end of October to work out whether they even bother. Last time we tried to get the Men's World Cup. Didn't we get like one vote? We got one vote. One vote. So wait a minute. Wait, the Saudis want the Women's World Cup? No, the Saudis want the Men's World Cup. Are you, are you kidding me? That would, you know what? If they want the Women's World Cup, if they actually want women working in public in Saudi Arabia, I would go, that would actually be progress. Now they want, of course, they want the men's one. But the interesting thing is, and I'm going to get a little bit sort of down in the weeds of football here, but this is the biggest event of any kind in the entire world. It's much bigger than the Olympics. Oh, really? Why? Because the audience is bigger. More people care about one football competition mm. than the entire Olympics. Well, I must say, I watch more of the Matildas games than I watch the Olympics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this is a huge thing. So bear with me because it does have all kinds of weird geopolitical implications. Yeah. It's getting weirder. So the World Cup... So, so can I just interrupt you yeah. before you begin Yeah, with facts sure. and all that sort of stuff? And just say, surely if Saudi Arabia wants it, they'll just get it because they'll just buy FIFA off. Like, isn't FIFA already the most corrupt institution? I mean, just because they gave the last one to Qatar. um, (laughs) And just because, I mean, the Saudis presumably have senior FIFA officials in a room right now with the bone sores ready to go. Yeah, exactly. I don't know who runs FIFA nowadays. Is it Sepp Blatter? No, a guy called Gianni Infantino, Uh, who is the Sepp Blatter of of today. Well, he doesn't want to be bone sored to death, so I think... No, he wants to turn up up at the Women's World Cup and say, I'm gay. I'm a woman. You know, I understand minority <laughs> positions in a completely ham-fisted and unconvincing yeah. way. It's in the bag for Saudi Arabia because he doesn't want to end up in the body in the bag. bag. That's yeah. actually true. So yeah. maybe Australia shouldn't get involved. After all, Charles, I've heard 
the conflicts involving Middle Eastern nations can be protracted and impossible to resolve. I've heard. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking anyway, about. So here's the thing. In the past few years, yes. and this is very good news for the Socceroos, by the way, in the past years, the World Cup has taken 32 nations. There's been 32 nations competing in the World Cup, right? Mm. That's what has been happening for a couple of decades now. And it was very hard for Australia to get into those 32 nations, as you probably remember, until we switched confederations to be part of the Asian confederation. Yes, I remember that. And then suddenly it became easier. We haven't missed a single one since then. Oh, really? Cool. We get in and then we just do very well. Oh, we do very well at it. Yeah, but no. yeah, yeah. So we got in the, the first time in this current run, 2006, when we were still part of Oceania. Yeah. Got in just at the 11th hour over Uruguay that time. Since then, it's been relatively plain sailing. But here's the thing. They're increasing the size of the World Cup to Ooh. 48 countries. So they're adding basically 50%. And there was a whole debate about, well, you know, the plan was for, that everyone plays two games rather than three as the minimum. Mm. So you have the same number of games overall. Mm. But then they've gone, fuck it. You can't have too much World Cup. So no. every single team that's there, all 48 teams get mm. three games. What that has meant is that it's impossibly difficult to stage a World Cup. They're absolutely massive. So the next one is going to take place in the USA and Canada mm. and Mexico. They've yes. all had to join together in order to actually host this thing. And what about the wall? <laughs> that's Will right. they have to pull down the wall? I think they're going to have to try and fly over the wall. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. So it's an absolutely you, insane prospect to host a World Cup. You know who should host it then? Who? Victoria. I think it should be hosted <laughs> in regional Victoria. Regional Victoria. Yes. I'm going to tell you more about the requirements. Just get on to that thought oh, yeah. of the regional Victoria. Because yeah. it's getting absolutely insanely difficult to host. Okay, so 2026 is Mexico, the USA and Canada, right? Yep, yep. Then the 2030 World Cup mm. is bonkers. It's going to be hosted by six nations Ooh. in order to make it work. The first three games we played one in Uruguay, one in Paraguay, mm. one in Argentina. Mm. Then they move the rest of the tournament to Spain, Portugal, and oh. Morocco. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so that's three different is, continents is, being involved in hosting one World Cup. And is that because they weren't burning enough carbon, getting everyone to one location? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, this is the point people are making: is the amount of carbon involved and, is just absolutely bonkers. And also, I love it how the shitty games go to Uruguay, like the early round games, yeah. and then what Europe and Morocco get the really good one. I suspect Morocco is not going to get the final. So yeah, something tells me. So that's what's happening. They're kind of calling it the Everyone World Cup. They're not. It's not even one country. You can't even list the six countries. It's just going to take too long. So it's kind of the Everyone World Cup. And this is because. It's, 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 Quite low. I mean, except for the car. Maybe yeah. they should do a Greta Thunberg. On sale between and, them. And sale. Yes. Well, they almost have time, Charles. There's 104 matches next time, so it's going to go yeah. on forever. And, you know, like given how long those games last with mm. all the extra time. The extra time that's been yes, added in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It will take a very, very – and plus you'll get the Saudi advocates there just bone-sawing their <laughs> opponents to pieces. It will take a very long time. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's why it's such an insane thing. Mm. FIFA has now released their document explaining what you have to do to bid for the World Cup. And it's something Australian soccer fans have always wanted, right? There's always been this belief that if we only had the Men's World Cup here, suddenly soccer would, would and I can't even call it football, mm. would become our number one code and unify the nation. Well, it worked for women's soccer, Well, it has, it? yeah. Yes, I mean, because this is the thing. We're all still watching I mean, everyone just, women's teams, aren't oh, they? Oh, we just think about the Matildas every day. Yes, absolutely. It's not like it's faded. It's not like... Everyone's, uh, we're all getting up late at night to watch them play their club games, aren't we? In, over in Europe. Yeah. Sam Kerr playing for Chelsea. Anyway, here's the thing. <laughs> I am actually watching following the one too. There's three of them who play for Arsenal now. It's very exciting who play for, follow my team. So in order to have, and this is why the Saudi bit is, is fairly hilarious. In mm. order to win the World Cup mm. now, yeah. you're supposed to have 14 
suitable stadiums in your country. 14 suitable stadiums, which means mm. a minimum seating capacity of 40,000. You've also got to have a stadium with 60,000 for the semis, 80,000 for the final. Now, Australia actually has most of that stuff already. If you include yes. the, the ovals, like the MCG. But that's not all you've got to do. You've also got to have, get this, 72 suitable base camp training sites 72. where they can practice. Yes, of course. 72 one, hotels. One for every team. Different locations. Yeah. yeah. So you've got 48 different teams. But then you need... They need two you, locations around the country. Yeah. for where Because they, they're based at two different cities. Then you need 72 hotels within a 20-minute drive of the training sites. All of them at least four stars. And they've got to have 80 guest rooms. Then you need four team hotels and four training sites per competition venue as well. Referee-based camp hotels and training sites. And every host city has to have one five-star hotel for FIFA's VIPs. So hang on. I feel like India would be able to do this easily. Well, they probably would because they've got all the giant cricket grounds. They've got the... Fuck off stadiums. Well, every city has about 50 million people it does. in it. There'll yeah, be, so that, that could work yeah. pretty well. Um, mind you, it wouldn't be a 20-minute drive. It would be like a one-hour and 40-minute drive to get three kilometres to, to the stadium. But the thing I just struck me is that... Um, oh, Let's find out after this. <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. How in the fuck is Saudi Arabia eligible for that? Saudi Arabia doesn't have, what was it, 40 billion stadiums? And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. So it's possible they'll have to, you know, just host it with Qatar. So they have currently two stadiums with a capacity of 40,000. Like, we would, we have, mm. yeah, I think, good. seven or eight of them in Australia. Yeah, well, They've we, got um, two, and they want to build another three and redevelop another four. So they'd have yeah. nine. Still yes. nowhere near enough. Yes, and like many of our capital cities already have at least two stadiums like that. Yeah. Like Perth now has two. If you Brisbane, include the cricket grounds, which yeah. you can, yeah, yeah, most cities do have that. Sydney has three. Three. Melbourne has three. Yeah. Regional oh. Victoria. No, Melbourne's got two. Melbourne's got two. Brisbane's got probably two. Two. Regional Victoria has <laughs> dozens. Because <laughs> Dan Andrews is still, isn't he still have. building the facilities? Dan oh, yeah, Andrews, you're still right, going yeah. to build the facility. But the other thing good? is, do we really need, you know, four-star hotels? Or I'm thinking billeting. Billeting. Yeah. Billeting. At our place. Yes. Yeah. So you go, oh, hello, I don't know, what's a famous soccer player? I don't, I don't really know anyone. But, I don't know, David Beckham, does <laughs> David, he still play? No, he doesn't still play. <laughs> okay. Maradona. Maradona. Does he play? Dead. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo won't be at this World Cup, but okay, Kylian no. Mbappe, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can stay at Dom's house yeah. tonight. That yeah. would be very humbling for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've and, got good hospitality. with the FIFA, you just give them a really good Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> like on the coast. Yeah. yeah. A beautiful Airbnb. That's a very good idea. And so, like, you know, maybe with a shared you know, bathroom. Yeah, shared bathroom that, for sure. That, God, that'd be good for them. Yeah. So, but then the owner could take the couch. Like if it was, a, if it was I don't know, whatever the Valentino. What's his name? Valentino? Infantino. Infantino. 
He could take the master bedroom. I think that's FIFA now texting you saying what a brilliant <laughs> idea that is. So at the moment, Australia's in, in a pretty good position. And here's the thing. New Zealand has won. So if New Zealand wants to co-host the World Cup, it's pretty much a token thing where you go, look, you can have one. Yeah, they, got yeah the one. they can have, I don't know, they can have the Uruguay game. <laughs> <laughs> the chances are actually, and this is the thing I'm excited about, the chances are actually not too bad. Because here's the thing. I don't think anyone else wants it because it's so incredibly hard to host. The requirements are so insane. And you're not even allowed to bid under the current rules unless you have seven stadiums with a capacity of 40,000. Right. So under the rules of FIFA, even though the Asian Confederation, which is currently headed by Sheikh Salman bin Ibrahim al-Khalifa, who's pros the Saudi bid, just for what it's worth. Yeah. It's not clear if their bid will even be accepted under these rules. So Australia could win it by default. Unless you think FIFA's the kind of organisation that would change its rules no. to massively benefit no. a, a sort of petro-dollar no. state. Never. Never. All I'm saying is the 2034 World Cup could be coming to Australia for one warm-up game before the whole thing goes to Saudi Arabia. So if we do go for the bid, remember last time we got one vote? Yep. And I, was it us? Was it our vote? Or? No, I don't think it was that. I think, yeah. don't know if you can vote for yourself, but I don't even know who it was, but it, it is tragically hilarious. How many votes do you reckon we'll get this time? Uh, none. None. Because of the bone sores. Yeah. Yes, well, I think we'll get the warm-up game, though. I think we'll get one warm-up game. We'll get a warm-up game. And who would be in that warm-up game? Oh, just Australia versus, I don't oh. know, Burkina Faso or something. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Why don't we launch a joint bid with Saudi Arabia? And we can say, between us, we've got you know enough hotels and enough stadiums and enough you know you know, what? five stars. It's actually a genuinely good idea. Yes. If you don't give a shit about the amount of miles you fly... Yes. If you don't give a shit about the politics of a really terrible regime that we shouldn't mm. be in bed with. Yes. If you ignore all that stuff, Australia and New Zealand, just for the one yeah, stadium, yeah. and Saudi Arabia, what a bid. That would be a great bid. It's and a dream team. But you know well, what the problem would be? What would the problem be? I can't think of a single problem. I, think, I mean, I think it's you actually, say carbon, but by yeah. 2034, surely no, it's, no, already, no. it's already over. The planet's already basically gone by then. Well, either it's completely gone or we've solved it. One or the other. Well, there is a way to solve the climate crisis. Mm. There is actually a way. And I'm glad we've sort of got to this point because yeah, yeah. there is only one way that will genuinely solve climate change. I am. If it, we can figure out a way that solving climate change mm. makes Saudi Arabia and Qatar money. Yes. Which is, aren't they buying so, up all these green technologies? In, Maybe by then yes. the petro states will have saved us. And it'll be the green games. <laughs> And it'll be the world's most amazing greenwashing event ever. Mm, yeah, all the teams will just wear green. The most watched greenwashing event in the history of the world. Yeah, women won't be able to attend the games. No. But, you know, they'll well, be able that, to watch it from home. That's exactly how we do it. The, anyone who wants to be a man and watch the soccer can go to Saudi Arabia. And anyone who wants to watch it with women can come to Australia. Actually, you know what? It's a really interesting idea that you have. Maybe what we should do is partner with Saudi for the next Women's World Cup as well. Mm. And that way, <laughs> all the games with the Matildas could be could be held in Australia. Yes. Every other game could be held in Saudi and no one would be allowed to play. <laughs> and we would win. And we would win. Unless we had to play England again. Our gear is from Road. We are part of the Iconoclast Network. See ya. Where's that dust coming from? 
Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's EUFY.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best in class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.